This is 94.3 Radio 1. You're listening to Drive with K. Today, you know, after going through everything that you did, uh, you strongly advocate organ donation. And there's a reason that you kind of do that. And there's a reason. Uh, firstly, before you, we get to that, of all the things you kind of picked, why organ donation? Like, why yeah. did you pick up, hey, I want to advocate organ donation? So, it's been a journey. That was back in 1993, June, that the accident happened. I woke up in December. I had no such inclination of uh, social work or any such thing. I went about trying to figure out how to get back with with life 10 years later when I got discharged from the hospital. I was all about how can I get back? How can I get back? How can I be effective? How can I be productive? What about loss of time, money, reputation, professional? Uh, I've fallen out with the rest of the planet and all that stuff was bothering me all the time. But 14 years later when I actually then started a chain of my clinics in a, in a, in a suburb of Delhi which is called Gurgaon, pretty popular these days and uh, I realized sitting in my chair that uh, I had put on um, kgs I was 134 kgs I was diabetic I was hypertensive I had multiple disc prolapses and this has all happened subsequently not the accident accident already left me 55% disabled and then this was the added on stuff I don't have a right leg I don't have a shoulder face is artificial and the works so uh, at that point in time uh, one morning I get up and I'm a radiologist so I look at images and make money and reputation out of that, I um, realized I'd had what was called retinal detachment and both eyes, which is you go blind. And for me, it happened overnight. I got up in the morning and I couldn't see. And that day they told me my disability is now 100% and there's nothing further for me to do. I'm a piece of flesh which can't move, which can't do nothing, can't see. Just stay there in the bed, wait for it now. That was the scariest day of my life that morning. Uh, as you can see, I'm, I'm back in business. I, yeah, you're looking at me to, right now. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I was looking at patients a few minutes back. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. So the, so the eyes came back and theoretically, if you were to get to understand what retinal detachment is, it's not possible to happen. And I'm now 59 years of age and um, it wasn't to happen. Technically, this is not a possibility with the knowledge of science and medicine that is on the planet right now. That is the mystery that I got intrigued by. What from there would be the possibility because given my education, I knew there was nothing possible there. And it was a scary and desperate moment of my life, the right. most. Uh, my wife had been my schoolmate. Living without her was still a possibility. My children were gone. Parents were leaving. They were not part of the accident, but mother-in-law died in that accident. And my own parents were also old and going. And I realized that time that uh, life is going to be impossible with the kind of situation that I'm personally in. Right. Somewhere there, you might not believe, figured out something about human existence, which is not even talked about in the medical books that I studied. And I was a fairly well-studied person. They were te teaching me and they were studying me also as a patient. Right. And I knew this was not a part of the curriculum and I realized something about it. And that was what it is to be a human. Who am I? Who really am I? That was the question I was dealing with when I went blind. Why so much suffering if I had done everything right? I was a good student, good son, um, good husband, good father. Right. Then why? And uh, the answer was I was every way good, but I wasn't a good human being. I was all about what is in it for me. Initially, I started with blood donations because I'd had 56 of them myself. Wow. And I went back looking at the record. It's a lot. Uh, it's a lot. The records, and they said back in 93... Uh, there were no computers with aims and it was paperwork and um, they have lost the records and nobody ever came to claim. Nobody till date has come and claimed 
that he donated blood for me. But there, there are 56 such silent donors of my life. 56? And their blood Like runs. angels who have just come and just gone and like you never know their names. And Yeah, and there were only four for Christ. Insane. Only four came when Christ came. Insane. <laughs> and I had 56 of them visit me yeah. so that I could come back on the planet. Right. So And um, and I, I got the hang of what it is being on the planet Earth. And, and then, of course, you decided to to put together quality treatment for everybody, which lays the foundation of something called HEAL, which is health experience at the speed of light. It's basically an effort to kind of create a virtual techno- uh, technological platform to link doctors and patients across the globe and deliver all of this timely, affordable and quality health care, especially to people in rural areas. We'll do more conversation with him super soon. Back right after the break. Looking forward to partying on the weekend is so yesterday when you have a party on the airwaves every morning. Every morning. You're with Kay. Uh. 94.3 One World, your station. Okay, this is a super inspiring story. Welcome back to Conversation. Dr. Jadeep Kumar Sharma is the second longest coma survivor in the world. And we're talking about why you should be really thinking about donating your organs. Details now. Let's go. This is 94.3 Radio 1. You're listening to Drive with K. Today, you know, after going through everything that you did, uh, you strongly advocate organ donation. And there's a reason that you kind of do that. And there's a reason. Uh, firstly, before you, we get to that, of all the things you kind of picked, why organ donation? Like, why yeah. did you pick up, hey, I want to advocate organ donation? So it's been a journey. That was back in 1993, um, June, that the accident happened. I woke up in December. I had no such inkling of uh, social work or any such thing. I went about trying to figure out how to get back with with life. Ten years later, when I got discharged from the hospital, I was all about how can I get back? How can I get back? How can I be effective? How can I be productive? What about loss of time, money, reputation, professional? Uh, I've fallen out with the rest of the planet and all that stuff was bothering me all the time. But 14 years later, when I actually then started a chain of my clinics in a, in a, in a suburb of Delhi, which is called Gurgaon, pretty popular these days. And uh, I realized sitting in my chair that uh, I had put on uh, kgs. I was 134 kgs. I was diabetic, I was hypertensive. I had multiple disc prolapses. And this has all happened subsequently, not the accident. Accident already left me 55% disabled. And then this was the added on stuff. I don't have a right leg. I don't have a shoulder. Face is artificial and the works. So uh, at that point in time, uh, one morning I get up and I'm a radiologist. So I look at him and make money and reputation out of that. I um, realized I'd had what was called retinal detachment and both eyes, which is you go blind. And for me, it happened overnight. I got up in the morning and I couldn't see. And that day they told me my disability is now 100% and there's nothing further for me to do. I'm a piece of flesh which can't move, which can't do nothing, can't see. Just stay there in the bed, wait for it now. That was the scariest day of my life that morning. Uh, as you can see, uh, I'm, I'm back in business. I, yeah, you're looking at me working. right now. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I was looking at patients a few minutes back. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. So the, so the eyes came back and uh, theoretically, if you were to get to understand what retinal detachment is, it's not possible to happen. And I'm now 59 years of age and um, it wasn't to happen. Technically, this is not a possibility with the knowledge of science and medicine that is on the planet right now. That is the mystery that I got intrigued by. Who really am I? That was the question I was dealing with when I went blind. Why so much suffering if I had done everything right? I was a good student, good son, um, good husband, good father. Then why? 
and uh, the answer was i was everywhere good but i wasn't a good human being i was all about what is in it for me the initially i started with blood donations because i'd had 56 of them myself wow and i went back looking at the record it's a lot uh, it's a lot the records and they said back in 93 Uh, there were no computers with aims and it was paperwork and um, they have lost the records and nobody ever came to claim nobody till date has come and claimed that he donated blood for me but there there are 56 such silent donors of my life 56 and their blood like runs. angels who have just come and just gone and like you never know their names and yeah and there were only four for christ Insane. only four came when christ came <laughs> and i had 56 of them visit me yeah so that i could come back on the planet right so and um, and i i got the hang of what it is being on the planet earth and and then of course you decided to to put together quality treatment for everybody which lays the foundation of something called heal which is health experience at the speed of light it's basically an effort to kind of create a virtual technolo- uh, technological platform to link doctors and patients across the globe and deliver all of this timely affordable and quality healthcare especially to people in rural areas we'll do more conversation with him super soon back right after the break one in 10 people say k is not a ladies man that one person is my mom all right then let's get back to the ladies oh my god i mean show It's Good Morning Bangalore with K. 94.3 One world, your station. All right, welcome to the show. We're telling the story of Dr. Jaydeep Kumar Sharma, who is well the second longest coma survivor in the world. After facing a tragic accident, he battled with uh, uh, a crazy, crazy set of things. But the amazing thing is that he's now pushing everybody in the world to donate their organs. And more conversation about that and why now. All set. Let's go. This is 94.3 Radio 1. You're listening to Drive with K. You know, organ donation is one that you 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 advocate a lot, right? And being a person in the medical fraternity, I know you kind of hear about this once in a while as a, as a person from the lay public you'll be like you know pledge your organs and and donate your organs you know if something were to happen to you make sure your organs are pledged and we think ha ah, okay it's yeah okay yeah we'll do it yeah big deal so and things like that but it's actually such a massive thing would you like to say something on that front to everybody who's listening in who has no idea what they yeah. are doing by pledging their organs we are nearly the youngest population on the planet earth and i'm when i say we i mean we indians um though we are of the percentage only 11% of world population 19% of youth resides in my country or should i say 11% of youth overall death of youth happen uh, say if there were 100 11% youth will die in, uh, will die all over the world but 19% youth dies in my country dies of violent deaths road accidents poisonings uh, sicknesses sudden sicknesses i know every youth death is a sad event i had suffered all of that myself and i realized that this is all donatable what i mean to say is one healthy unfortunately dead person who is a youth and otherwise fit till a minute before you might be surprised that body can be donated into 60 different families just one eye goes to three families so this is vision for six families and 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 then you have a liver we have a condition called indian childhood cirrhosis in my subcontinent where uh, one dead youth liver can help four children survive where there is no other way but liver transplant to save those children we have patients of burns we need skin that's the best treatment for skin burns patients we need bones for cancer patients we need intestines for tuberculosis patients we we all know about heart transplant we all know about lung transplant we know about pancreas transplant 
so much we know about human body parts everything is usable given god has given us this physical structure of being human we should be committed our parents even if for that matter our gratefulness would only reflect if we were taking very good care of this physicality of our existence and for that i would advocate discipline what you eat exercise taking timely like you go to the gym and stuff like before you do an interview and stuff right and then come into the interview with like a big smile and be like yeah 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 <laughs> for sure see my country we start any project we worship a god and he's called ganesh i love that line <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> you know uh, in my country they say the last wish has to be always honored and the last wish now i know which always is please let me live is a possible technical possibility in 60 60 different bodies yeah in the end your last word is please let me live on we'll cut you into 60 pieces and put you in 60 lives yeah. you will be god for all of them I, it's and, a, and, it's and a great way of looking at it concept of, yeah <laughs> so you never die so you can still look at the planet your eyes would suddenly suddenly your heart can still be beating your lungs would be breathing the same air and your sister would come and buy raksha bandhan rakhi on your same arm so when you get your driving license or in in college you should actually be given a free test of your tissue match Mm. which would be a part of a smart strip on your driving license so just oh, in that's case smart. whatever it were to happen yeah yeah, yeah. so you can match so it directly the policeman yeah the policeman on the road side would just punch in the number and which parts of your which body are where number 1 Agartala requires one eye and Ludhiana requires the second and your kidney needs to go to one to Bombay, the other to Hyderabad. Let's continue more conversation uh, on the other side of the break. All right, we'll be back with Dr. Jadeep. Stand by. There are people who complain about blues and there are people who listen to Good Morning Bangalore with Kay. Kay. Let's go. 94.3 One World, your station. This is 94.3 Radio 1. You're listening to Drive with K. Once we're done with our country, and suppose the same thing now we extend to say Nepal and Pakistan and Sri Lanka and the neighboring countries, why would there be wars? Why would there be requirement of nuclear arsenal and and all that that we keep spending on? At, at paltry investments, we could be uh, actually looking at a utopia where uh, we are all friends on the other side if there were eyes and hands and hearts given by india they would not be firing at us <laughs> yeah one can you got to start somewhere right know. you got to start somewhere so i mean yeah, and and i know he created this situation out of me right. that i can look at such a Uh, such a uh, thing unfolding right in front of my eyes and thank you for allowing me to have this conversation no it's I a, hope it's a pleasure you know this and uh, i hope people get inspired by this number one and i hope that after listening to your story everybody goes and you know registers themselves for organ donation and let's be honest i don't yeah, need to give out anything here yeah, yeah go ahead national organ tissue transplant organization that's the national agency there's only one n o w t o please look for it there's mm. a form up there register up. into it and um, that's it and and talk about it yeah because uh, when it really is required to be done it doesn't matter whether you registered or not if you had had your thoughts given away to your kith and kin and the people who love and who miss you if they can remember this last wish of yours yeah you will continue to live forever 
So true. I can go on and on. I think I'd rather we can go on talking about this and you know, but because of paucity of time. Some of the best interviews that I do are the ones where I do least amount of talking. This was definitely one of them. So, I want to thank you so much for sharing your story with everyone for uh, well telling us your story in such a beautiful way and thank you so much again and I wish you only the best. Here's hoping that that dream that you have really does come true. God bless you. Thank you so much. Only my country can do that and only through this conversation that we had just now. I trust that. Ladies and gentlemen, get to know him off air too. Have you followed him on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter yet? At Off Air with K. Slide into his DMs now. 94.3 Radio 1 One World, your station.